0: Well, good morning and welcome to our online gathering. It is a very special uh, Sunday. This is Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. And as you may have noticed, I am not in my normal location while videoing this. We are uh, out at the moment and the sun is just rising uh, just behind me. It's just about half six in the morning. And uh, we just want to welcome you this morning to our online gathering. And as I said, this is a very special Sunday as we worship together, as we worship Jesus the King, who, yes, celebrated we celebrated his death on Friday, but now we celebrate his resurrection. We celebrate a risen and reigning King. And I wanna read just some verses as we begin this morning from God's word, as we think about this special day and the events that took place over, just over 2,000 years ago. And it says this in Mark 16, do not be alarmed you seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified he has risen he is not here see the place where they laid him but go tell his disciples and Peter and he is going that he is going before you to Galilee there you will see him just as he told you he is not here he is risen That is why we're meeting like this, this is why we preach what we preach, this is why we trust the Bible, because we believe not only was he killed on Friday, but he is raised from the dead today, and he is alive. So you join us for this, as I said, special Sunday service of celebration. Uh, and we want you to share this Sunday online gathering with your friends as, as you invite them to come and join us. So give us a, a thumbs up at this point in our online gathering. Share this feed uh, with your friends on Facebook or share the link above with those uh, by text, maybe, and invite them in as we just gather over the next uh, few minutes together as we think upon Christ and uh, Christ who is risen. And so you're welcome maybe this is the first time you've been with us uh, out during our online gathering where we welcome you, we pray that you'll feel part of the family here and the Connie Baptist Church as we meet currently like this online and we are doing things slightly differently today, not only is the location different you'll be able to hear birdsong and maybe lambs crying in the background and the cars travelling up and down the road but actually at this uh, point in our season in our life in our church we are going to be using our own uh, musicians to do the worship throughout our weeks online both in our prayer meetings on Wednesday nights and on our Sunday services so we're thankful for our musicians at Nakane and we're thankful for Simon who's been willing to do the Sunday services as he uh, from his own home uh, broadcasts and he will play and sing for us and they enable us to sing along. So at this point we want to do that and there's no greater hymn that fits with this morning than See What a Morning. And so at this point we want you to sit back and enjoy this and sing along if you can with the words that will come up on the screen as we set our hearts uh, at this point and as we look to Christ uh, as we begin our worship together today. So enjoy these next few minutes as we do that and enjoy this song as we see Christ who walked into Jerusalem and willingly went to die for us but the one who also is now raised from the dead.
1: in sorrow she turns from the empty tomb hears a voice speaking calling her name it's the master the Lord raised to life again the voice that spans the years seeking life's Christ is risen from the dead One with the Father, ancient of days Through the Spirit who clothes faith with certainty Honor and blessing, glory and praise to the King crowned with power and authority and we are raised with him death is dead love has won christ has conquered and we shall reign with him for he lives christ is risen from the dead
0: Well, open your Bibles, get your Bibles ready as we look at God's Word now just for a few moments. Well, the tomb was empty. The grave clothes were lying there. The angels had proclaimed, Christ is risen from the dead. Every believer who saw Jesus, who gazed upon his wounds and scars, who saw them with their very own eyes and touched him with their hands, spent the rest of their days talking about his Resurrection, we know that from the Bible. And on Friday they mourned Christ as they, as he was crucified on a hill. On Saturday they were confused and without their saviour and friend. But on Sunday they had renewed an incredible hope. And so began the most important conversation that they would continue to have their whole lives. The event of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. You see, the apostles preached Christ, Christ's death, and reconciliation. This, uh, the central hinge of the gospel message. But to be honest, the cross was not the most controversial thing that they, the apostles, preached. Oh, the things that they preached uh, about Christ's death were true, and to the people, controversial, uh, to the leaders of those days and those who listened. But more controversial was their faithful preaching of Christ's resurrection. You see, almost no one debated that Jesus died. After all, they saw him. Maybe even they mocked and scorned him as they hung uh, Christ on the cruel cross. Well, the two blocks of wood that made the cross didn't actually offend the people, but the stone rolled away. And the empty tomb and Jesus raised to life was the greatest offence and stumbling block for the people of those days. But here we stand today, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly believing in Christ's bodily resurrection, as the Bible says. And so briefly, on this wonderful and special Easter Sunday, as the sun rises, let me give you five guarantees from the empty grave. Okay, so the first one is this, Jesus defeated death for us. Turn to John 11 and 25. John 11 and 25. And this is what it says, John 11 and 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. You see, Satan, Judas, Pilate, the crowd, the Jewish leaders conspired to put to death the author of life. But God raised him from the dead. See, God, his perfect heavenly father, did not leave Jesus, his son, in the cold, dark grave, but by his mighty power raised him as he said he would. You see, in Acts 2:24, it tells us that God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was just not possible for him to be held by it, to be held by death. Death could not hold Jesus down in the grave. And as we read just now, if we believe in him because he has risen from the dead, because he is the resurrection and the life, death cannot hold us either. See, Jesus rose from the dead and in his rising from the dead, he not only validated his identity and all of his claims, but no, and not only did he prove that there is life after death, but he proved that he is the one who defeated death. And until this moment, people's perception of death is that it swallowed up every ounce of life as if there was nothingness after death and many believe that today but just yesterday actually Sarah and I were, st- were struck at this very thought in the middle of this isolation period surely many people are considering life itself what is life where am I or who am I and what will happen after this life is over see death is a is real right now it is before us before our eyes it is on our tvs it is on our doorstep we have lost loved ones we have lost friends and colleagues and acquaintances yet many believe that death is simply and just a vehicle that leads us to an unconscious nothingness well it didn't for jesus it led to a glorified body albeit for jesus He was now uh, able to possess a body mysteriously that even travelled through locked doors as the Bible tells us. But still a promise to us that death is not the end but death is our graduation to either heaven for those who love Christ or hell for those who don't. Where we will exist in a conscious eternity. So he defeated death for us. Secondly, he will be a just judge. Romans 8 and 1. Some of you will know this passage and this verse very, very well. Let's turn there. Romans 8 and 1 says this. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus. See, the message of the Apostles after Christ's death, resurrection and ascension was not only information. It wasn't just giving the details and the evidence of the events that happened. However, it was a serious call for the people to move to repentance and spiritual transformation. But what is repentance? Well, it's the acceptance that we have sinned against God in word and deed and in mind. It is a turning away from our current ways and committing our lives to Jesus. Trusting him for forgiveness of sin and living our life totally devoted to him. So, there is see, there's a day coming when Jesus will return to this earth a second time. He's come once, he's coming again, and he will judge accordingly. He will judge everybody according to what they have done. So Jesus, when he rose, he was there to prove that one day there will be a judgment that every sin that has been committed and every sin that has been committed against us will be judged so we can be sure that justice will prevail and the result of this just judgment will be an ushering into heaven or a throwing into hell and that's the reality so when God raised Jesus from the dead he made very clear that every sin would be punished on the cross for those who repent and in judgment for all who refuse. So for the Christian, Romans 8 verse 1 is a wonderful comfort, isn't it? That for those of us in Christ, there is no condemnation for us. Thirdly, the empty grave guarantees that he, Jesus, breaks every bondage. Turn to Acts 4, 10 to 12, and as you do that, And as you turn to those verses let me just fill you in on uh, what we are looking at here at this point. Peter and John have been arrested for healing a man who was lame from birth and the priests were greatly annoyed at Peter uh, that he had just preached that Jesus was resurrected from the dead and this is what it says, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus of Nazareth whom you crucified Whom God raised from the dead, by Him this man is standing before before you. Well, this Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders which have has become the, the builders which has become the cornerstone, and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which you must be saved. These are the words of God, through His apostles and. Nothing the lame man in Acts 3 could have done to, made, to have made himself well. It doesn't matter how well he begged or how needy he was or how kind he was, he could never have healed himself. Yet we, walk, we, we uh, walk about in this life thinking that we have enough strength and enough faith and maybe enough around us that we deserve heaven. We've been good enough for it. Well, I'm sorry this morning but that is just not a call you can make that is God's work and his work alone but know this Jesus rose from the grave to prove that we can really be saved from our sin we don't deserve such salvation that Christ give us yet he gives it to us as a gift and if Jesus was still in the grave the gift of salvation would be there with him But he is not in the grave he is in glory and he is therefore on this easter sunday the hope for all of us hope that through christ we can break the bondage of sin that we currently have and we can know wonderful freedom from it and a new bondage to christ well fourthly the empty grave guarantees radical reconciliation acts 26 22 to 23 you see from the old testament we know jesus was the promised messiah for israel but he did not die and rise just for this ethnic people group turn with me please to acts 26 22 and 23 please just at this point acts 26 22 23 says this to this day I have had the help that comes from God and so I stand here testifying both to small and great saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses would, uh, would said would come to pass that the Christ must suffer and that by being the first to rise from the dead he would proclaim light to both our people and to the Gentiles. And so, we see there, don't we, a wonderful picture of uh, a wonderful Saviour who, rising from the dead, uh, shows us that God himself has given Christ not just for one people group but for all, not only those from Israel but those from Asia and Africa and America too. He. And his blood was sufficient to purchase people from every tribe and language and people group and nation. From every community, from every upbringing, from every background and situation. See, his death not only reconciles us to God, but reconciles us to one another. Across every conceivable barrier and boundary. And his resurrection is... Powerful enough to hold out hope to people everywhere on earth. Then, last but by no means least, the grave guarantees that death is not a disruption. Death is not a disruption. See, the death of Jesus looked like the single greatest defeat God's people had ever experienced. Christ was dead. But instead of, instead of ascending to the throne and conquering uh, his enemies, the king promised uh, had been humiliated and crucified. It all seemed to point to a failure. But at the precise moment when it looked like evil had won, God was wielding every ounce of wickedness to accomplish his greatest victory. As Peter preaches to the Jewish officials in Acts 2, 22 to 24, and I want you to turn there at the moment, Acts 2, 22 and 24, we want to see this. I know we read these words just now, but we want to see this again. Acts 2, 24, it says, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst. As you know yourselves this is jesus delivered up according to the uh, definite plan and foreknowledge of god you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men god raised him up loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. how wonderful jesus rose to prove that god is sovereign even over the worst evil in this world. In the ultimate act of rebellion and injustice, God was proving all of history with love to save and satisfy his people. And by raising his son from the dead on Easter, he promised to work all things, including the hardest and most painful things in your life, for the good of all his sons and daughters. And so if you've been listening this morning to this very brief and short account, Jesus is alive. He has defeated death for you. He will arrive soon to judge justly. He will break every spiritual bondage for those who love and trust him. He will reconcile the nations. And when it seems he is about to be defeated, remember, he is the victor, working all things out for his glory and our good. And and this Resurrection Sunday... I urge you to put your trust in this Jesus, this risen and reigning Jesus, the one who we can wholly trust, knowing that he is perfect and he is loving and his death and his resurrection not only means life and glory for him, but it means life and everlasting joy and glory for us too. May God bless you on this wonderful and uh, very poignant Sunday uh, of this uh, incredible Easter. Uh, We love you Church, we pray that you will have a very uh, blessed weekend together, wherever you may be, maybe you're isolating with your family, we pray that you would enjoy that this weekend and we long to be back together again and we look forward to that day. But until then we pray that you'll keep safe and that you would know God's blessing at this time and enjoy this song. As Simon leads us, and sing along in response to all that we've heard this morning. God bless, and we'll speak soon.
1: Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer, greatest treasure. my God like you there is no other true delight is found in you alone your grace a well too deep to fathom your love exceeds the heaven's reach your truth. I've found the perfect wisdom, my highest good, and my unending need. Oh Lord, my rock and my. My sword to fight the cruel deceiver And my shield against his hateful dogs My song when enemies surround me My hope when tides of sorrow rise My joy when trials are abounding, Your. Savior of my ruined life My guilt and cross laid on your shoulders In my place you suffered, bled and died You rose, the grave and death are conquered Broke my bonds of sin and shame you rose the grave and death are conquered You broke my bonds of sin and shame O Lord my rock and my redeemer may all my Glory to your name may all my days be glory to